Hello and welcome back to podcast number three as come we on. move again and as we make our way from Sunday to Sunday. Sundays come around quite quickly, Mark. They do. We are both preachers. Every and seven days, apparently. Every seven days, there's incredible. another one. I don't know how that happens. And, uh, I often find, I don't know about you, before we get dig into today's uh, topic and wrestle with what God's put in our yes. laps as a people. I'm excited, yes. Is that, um, no, Sunday's finished, you feel like you've preached, like, yo, that was a good one. And you go to sleep and you wake up on Monday and you go, wow, the people need another sermon this Sunday coming. Is comes that, around quick, is eh? that how you feel? Okay. I don't <laughs> know. Sometimes quick. on a Monday, I'm going, wow, that was a big Sunday. That's where it stops yeah. for me. And then but when do you think about it again? I don't really get it. You think about <laughs> things more than I do. <laughs> anyway, but that's not the topic for this, this podcast. What we want to talk about is we're in the middle of a series called Move Again. Yes. Out of the book of Exodus. And this past weekend, we had the incredible gift of Terry and Wendy Virgo, yeah. um, who are former leaders of New Frontiers International, acclaimed authors and apostolic voice into yeah. many churches around the world. We had them here with us. They are in their mid-80s. Oh, it's the fourth or fifth time we've had them, and they're just... just that's a bit of a boast, eh, Mark, for your yeah, personal no, just, That's for my mates who phone and say, how do you keep getting down? I and mean, that's just for them, but... It's called no, the favor of God. And, and they've become friends. That's what's the yeah. amazing thing. Just so maybe you don't know how some of this works, and Terry's on a preaching circuit. That's not quite yeah. that. Uh, we are friends, and yeah. we've had the privilege of ministering in different places and spaces around the world, and we consider them a great friend of this church, able to speak into us as yeah. leaders, and have these, and they're an apostle. Uh, Terry is an apostle. So There's, maybe what does that mean, Mark, for people who are watching, we, we talk up this weekend, and, and maybe churches know about guest speakers, but yeah. for us, we, we yes, we'll have moments of guest speakers, but yeah. there's a difference when... It's an Ephesians 4 gift, an apostolic gift. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, God says some, he's given the church these gifts, and it's some to be apostles, teachers, preachers. Yeah. And, and, and so we see this thing, apostle, which is this pioneering, the ability to see churches planted, the ability to facilitate yeah. that and use. God uses such different peoples. I've used the word, the apostle you might find on every newspaper advert. <laughs> every, everyone calls him a prophet, pastor, teacher, yeah. Gabriel Phillips. Yeah. No, we have recognized, he's not telling yes. us he's an apostle. Yeah. We have recognized in yeah. and through their life uh, six decades of pioneering, six decades of holding to the truth, six Brilliant. decades of leading people. And the fruit, as we look back now on Terry's life yeah. and much of his story, has been through the New Frontiers movement, over a thousand churches planted wow. into almost every nation of the world through a church planting movement that has touched the ends of the earth, planted and pioneered out of a man who encountered God as yeah, a young man, radical. gave his life to Jesus, said, God, I want to do something profound for you. Married a spectacular woman named yeah. Wendy who is full of power and life That's and joy. And God has used their lives profoundly. Yeah. Now, sure, other people involved, many other stories. And he's been able to hand that over to yeah. 12 to 15, I think, others who are leading spheres yeah, into the world. That's just through this amazing life, humble man. Yeah. Very gentle man, English man, yeah. and, and God has used him profoundly. We recognize him as an apostle in yeah. the kingdom of God's story, but also in our world. And that's the amazing thing. It's in our world as well, which we, yeah. we are amazed by that Sonny, a man who we read the books, we heard the stories, and now he's preaching at our church, uh, but not just preaching. You, he actually we, told me, Gary, yeah? that you are one of his favorite redheads. He said that to me. It's yeah, true. yeah, and, and you've just, said before that I'm one of the best looking. No, you said did that. Did I say about myself? Yes, you said that. Anyway. Sorry. So, yeah. sorry, I just needed to get who said what. But anyway, we yeah, both, no. Terry said that, I said that, yes. let's move on. But Terry was here and, and Wendy this past weekend. wasn't just a Sunday, they ministered, they, they came and almost declared, that I love what the apostolic gift does, it doesn't bring brand, it brings fresh revelation, but does not, not like, what's a new thing, and almost a declaration that God is doing an old thing still, yeah. he's still building with gifts, and we, and he mentioned on Wednesday, we had an encounter night, he preaches on the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it was beautiful. Then we have time where he sits with our staff, and 
with our eldership team, stuff that maybe you don't see, but invest hours into the people who are leading and running Life Changes yeah. Church, and, but calling us back to uh, the centrality of worship and being a people of the Holy Spirit and yeah, things that sometimes we can forget or think are sideline issues, but those are fundamental building blocks, and that's what the apostle does. What was one of the highlights for you of Terry's visit to us? I mean, every time, just to see a man, 83 years old, full of passion, yeah. not... Um, not chasing a deal, chasing a buck, but just with a passion to preach the word yeah. of God, to see people set free. And the amazing thing about Terry is just the incredible consistency I've yeah. seen and the willingness to keep paying a price. Yes. Uh, let's be honest, 83 years old, 22 grandkids, kids all over the world. He, they could be spending time with their grandkids and yet God has called them to yeah. a mandate and to amazing. preach the gospel and see freedom come and he's not stopping. I, I yeah. just find it so incredibly inspiring. And, and then there's the gentleness factor, the, yeah. the understanding of grace that is just so profound. But no, I love the ministry on, on the Holy Spirit. We always wow. love getting yeah. Terry to preach and invite people in to receive the Holy Spirit and be yeah. baptized in the Spirit of God, which he did. And we, it was an in-the-room moment only, yeah. but people encountering God, encountering God, the Holy Spirit for the first wow. time, being filled with the Spirit of God. There's testimonies of healings. Come on. What an amazing, amazing thing. And the apostles should do that, create space yes. for other gifts to flourish and life to come. Sunday was just beautiful, though. Yeah. Sunday, you had a man who has 60 years of leading, 60 years of sacrifice, 60 mm. years of potential tough stories, pain yeah. that's unavoidable in any journey of life, and yet full of joy, full of life, preaching about a gospel, and takes us to Exodus 15, where the scenario plays out. And, and I know he yeah. preached it in all the congregations, but the scenario plays out. The people of God have been traveling for three days in the yeah. desert. They're thirsty. And they get to water, but the water's bitter. Yeah. And, um, and, and what God does in that moment, he uses this man, Moses, with a little bit of faith. I don't know, if I was Moses in that scenario, I'm going, shucks, God, uh, the plagues, the stories, the challenges, yeah. the things you've asked of me already. Now you bring us here, you couldn't even get some bottled water or yeah, something. Yeah. Like some Valpre. Some Valpre, mm. maybe some sparkling and a little fridge. Mm. Would have been great. But you bring us to water, yeah. it's like you're teasing us with this bitter water. But God, and, and God instructs Moses to throw a piece of wood. Mm. Simple. Just something innocuous, yeah. something that definitely doesn't normally make bits of water sweet. Yeah. But a sign and a symbol pointing to Jesus on. on that wood, that cross, yes. that tree, pointing to Jesus saying, actually, Jesus keeps mating, making the bitter sweet. Yeah. And I think, actually, it's one of the things that hold the church back the most yeah. is when we allow bitterness to get inside. When we, because I just heard an amazing quote that actually pain in this life is inevitable, yeah. but misery doesn't have to be. Yeah. And we wow. don't have to live lives in misery. Very good. We have to encounter pain. We have to come to the healer and allow the healer to step into our bitter waters and make them sweet. And it. I'm going, wow, I, I, the church so needs good. to hear that. And that's what's huge. I, love, I, I just almost was a divine uh, intervention that uh, Terry would come and preach that message out of the book of Exodus. He's yeah. just written a book throughout lockdown, God's treasured possessions. Yeah. Um, and, and it's all on Moses and the Exodus. And we're it's in that series. Yeah. We didn't ask him to preach that. that I was, didn't even know he'd written the book, to be honest. <laughs> here we go. You heard it here first. But um, he was writing that book, and, and, and then that message just flows out of him. Yeah. And it's just incredible where that place they came to was, I just for me, was just astounding of how it all ties. The Bible all ties and points to Jesus. Place called Mara. Yeah. Last year we preached the book of Ruth. Yes. And we find a woman named Naomi, which means pleasant or sweetness. Yeah. And she encounters situations that are tough. And then she says, the end of that says, Don't call me Naomi. Don't call me sweetness. Call me Mara, bitterness. 
and that's the place where these guys came to. And yeah. in every one story, you're going you're gonna to have to come to the, the bitter waters, the bitter circumstances. Life is hard. Yeah. It's what we do with it. And uh, I think that was such a profound word. It wasn't just for, hey, who is struggling with bitterness now? We all have the potential to struggle with it. And I think it's a necessary part of the journey of what we do with offense, what we do with bitterness, what we do when yeah. life doesn't line up like we thought it will. Will we allow the bitter waters to become sweet? Or will we allow the sweetness and pleasantness of our life become bitter? And that's the, the way, way he led us out yeah. of that text, which I thought was so phenomenal and simple yet in its application. And to be honest, I'm not sure it was one of those scriptures we would have preached on a Sunday. As yeah. a I, I read it, I go, wow, <laughs> right. it's genius. It's revelation. Just, just bitter waters, angry people. The context of yeah. being a leader, leading people into a desert and saying, sorry, I've got no water for you. I mean, the moms are crying about the kids and yeah. the grandparents are saying, why have you brought us here? And everyone's going, we're going to die here. And he's yeah. going, Jesus, God, I'm looking to you, yeah. God, Father, I need you to lead us. He's a leader in process. He himself yeah. is growing. And God gives him this little, simple task of faith again. Listen, yeah. he's just been an integral part of wow. the plagues. He says, yeah. okay, actually, what I need you to take a piece of wood. Wow. Just a piece of wood. doesn't say a massive piece of wood. doesn't say a fancy piece of wood. Just a piece of wood. A sign and symbol again of the cross, mm. of Jesus Christ. Put that in the water and watch the sweetness come in. And, and okay. maybe you're listening today and maybe the provocation is what areas of bitterness yeah. do you have in your life? Yeah. I've got to go away from that scripture and say, let the scripture come upon yes. me. The word of the apostle come upon me. Yeah. Bring alignment back to the word. Yeah. Why? So that I can grow up and mature and be effective. And I believe that's how we're supposed to receive yeah. the word of God and the gifts that he gives. Yeah. And when we do that, God will deal with things in our life. That are so deep down, we yeah. go, oh, just bury it away, cover it with sand, maybe it'll go away. That's the quote that we, the, for me, the big takeaway was simplicity. In the, in the profound preaching of the Word yeah. of God, came down to simple application, throw the cross into the bitter waters. And yeah. actually, that's what we're going to do. When everything else says no and wants to justify, throw it in. Yeah. And I suppose it's what we do with, I love the book of Exodus because it's, it's so beautiful. It's pointing to, we said it again and again, it's not just something that happened. It happens, pointing to the cross, pointing to our story. Yeah. And actually, for me, I was just thinking this morning as, uh, as we mull over the Word of God, which I think is important for us to really wrestle with the Word. Don't just hear it in one ear, out the next, what's next, but allow it to take root. And just saying, oh, the book of Exodus, there's seemingly lots of events at waters. There was the waters of the Red Sea that yeah. stopped seemingly in the natural, could stop a people. Let's go back. But God worked a miracle for them to go through. Bitter waters, let's go back. And then throw the, cross, the, the, the wood into that waters. Then in subsequent chapters that come, God says to Moses, hit the rock and water will come. And he does that and it comes. And it's great life for them. And later says, speak to the rock. And Moses yeah. can't get over that, hits the rock. And because that gets disqualified, it's just such a profound reality when we send it. What, what do we do with those moments where I think we often think it's the moments of great triumph that yeah. we'll see our great growth. But what do we do in the moments of defeat? What do we do in the moments of of brokenness, of thirst. Of, yeah. That's where God brings maturity. Yeah. That's where God brings breakthrough. That's when God brings growth. That's where we move again. The call of move again is not when we are th thriving. Often it's when we've ground to a halt. And you know what? At the center of the whole book is a people on the move all yeah. the time. Yeah. Who learn to follow their God through a desert into a promised land. That's the story of Exodus. Mm. And I think part of the challenge of the season is it's a bucket, bucket, a buckle down the hatches or yeah. all that kind of terminology right now being used in the season. Make safe. Yeah. And the challenge is you go in a desert, you make too safe. It becomes very hard to yeah. move if yeah. you're moving every time. You want to keep things light. You want to keep your roots to things light. You want to keep your, your reliance on things light. And because why? Because there's a God who you're trusting. Mm. You're not trusting your life source of that yeah. river, your life source of that. And God was teaching his people then and he's teaching us now 
that we are people, and the whole message of the Exodus to me is, will you keep life on this side of eternity light? Mm. Uh, I honestly, I, I think part Come of it on. is even just the willingness to do something crazy for Jesus. Just do something crazy. Terry's story of him, 16 years old or 18 years old, getting on a, a scooter and yeah. scooting through the whole of England, through the Peaks District. Such a profound, yeah. profound story of obedience. Yeah. So, so that was a story of obedience. Now we get to look at the life. And that's what's amazing about Beautiful. Terry so is the life. life. And, and maybe, maybe you should share that story about Terry in the book and the forwards without giving all the details. But I think it's profound. Yeah. We, 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 we receive the gift that is a life yeah. of 60 years. Yeah. of profound influence, profound ministry, profound world impact yeah. of a man who in the natural yes. might have been tempted to stay very small yeah. in the city of Brighton. So, so helpful. The, the story Mark's referring to is there's a book that was written in 2012 um, by a man named Paul Tripp, a, a, an esteemed uh, biblical author and a pastor in America. And he wrote this book called Dangerous Calling. Yeah. And a profound book, basically the premise is written to pastors and people who preach the word of God and saying actually in the preaching, in the pastoring, don't lose your soul. Don't become professional in a sense and hold yeah. on to Jesus. And the dangers of actually doing this for full time, you actually can lose the joy of your salvation in the midst of it. And warning people, uh, the profound book is, the profound nature of the book is amazing, but the forwards at the beginning are almost an incredible thing to look at retrospectively. Eight years on, I had to look at it last year. And uh, four of the five forwards were written by big names that we'll all be aware of, celebrities in the Christian world at that stage, who were saying, this book is what we need. This book will save your marriage. This book will save your ministry. And four out of those five have fallen uh, in, into, into sin, have walked away from faith, yeah. have, have actually walked away from the ministry, and actually sad stories, except for the fifth name. And the fifth name at the bottom was a man... Terry Virgo, who we had incredible. here this, this weekend. Just incredible. I think those are sort of, we can get so seduced a little bit by the new, the flashy, yeah, the yeah. big crowds, the yeah. lights. Wow, that name. But actually, it's the, it's the, for me, it's the, the obedience and the longevity, yeah. that story of walking with the same people in the same direction for a long period of time. Yeah. That's and I, I think following Jesus. Thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of hours of church services that Terry <laughs> and Wendy Virgo must have been. Yeah. How many worship sessions? You know, every they, they were at three services on Sunday. They were to worship on, on Wednesday night. It's like the first drum of the guitar, the hands go up, they and they are worshiping yeah. the king. I've had the privilege of leading worship in conferences with Terry and Wendy on the front row. And every time, yeah. every time, they're, they're a complete devotion and focus on Jesus. Wow. And, and they're not um, hiding away. They're not trying to. They are captivated by Jesus. And, and if anything, this Exodus series needs to remind us from a piece of wood pointing to the cross, mm. turning bitter waters to sweet, yeah. or whether it's God bringing water from rock, whatever the miracles, the manna, the daily manna from heaven, yes. whatever the miracles are, actually we're people captivated by Jesus. If we Brilliant. just keep our eyes on him, there's a, a story, there's a promised land, and if we're obedient to his call, yes. there's a promised land on the other side of that journey. And so that's what we're wanting. In yeah. this, why yeah, are we that's... preaching move again? Well, actually, because number one, that, uh, that actually we're in an age that's shouting, put your trust yeah. in a million other things. Yeah. Put your trust in money, put your trust in investments, put your mm. trust in a passport, mm. put your trust in governments, put your trust in, in something, and yet the Bible says put your trust in one. Come on. The Almighty Father. Yes. Our King Jesus and the Spirit of God who leads us mm. as the perfect trinity in all things, calling his people to a promised land, to, to be a people who in the midst of challenge trial on this side of eternity still know fullness of joy Love it. and life and grace and his peace. Love it. And, and so that's the desire.
It's beautiful, Mark, and thank you for joining us. This is episode three yep. in the books, and um, I want to just encourage you, if you want to jump onto our YouTube page, a YouTube page, what people call this, YouTube oh, site, um, you'll be able to find Terry Virgo preaching on the Holy Spirit, well worth yeah. a listen. It was in the room moment, but the teaching yeah, is we'll profound. Yeah, we'll tag it on this post. Let's yeah, pay, check, it out. This. check it out. There's great it's a Sunday ministry. There's also such great other insights, and coming soon, a little uh, teaser, Mark and I had a chance to sit down with the man himself, Terry Virgo, and the next couple of weeks, we'll make that interview, which was profound, hearing yeah, some of the beautiful. stories and insights with him about ministry and life we'll make that available soon so you heard yep. it here first it's coming soon Come but we on. want to say thank you we'll see you on sunday and let's move again <laughs>